This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Do your apologies sometimes get rebuffed? Do you know what to say to be heard when you apologize? Recently, I had a very poor customer service experience. Just things went horribly wrong. So I wanted to explain how to apologize when things do go wrong so that you can be forgiven. Have you ever wanted to request a raise or convince someone of your point of view or maybe just ask someone to donate money to your favorite cause, but it made you uncomfortable and you just weren't sure about how to do that right? What's the best approach? Turns out that you're not alone. Many people are unsure of or even uncomfortable with the skill of persuasion and influence. And that's why I created Influence Maximize Your Impact. It's a video course that explains evidence-based research and also provides practical strategies to help you gain commitment and to foster collaboration both at work and at home. And for public speaker listeners, right now, when you visit lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence, you can save 25% off by using the coupon code 25OFF. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code 25OFF. So today I get to share with you my story, my true story of poor communication and how a better apology could have made things a lot better. So I was on a recent trip, and I was booked by a client at a Hilton property hotel, nice hotel. And upon arrival, I was put into a room that was located in the corner of the building. And since I was presenting the next day, of course, I wanted to review my slides and get a bit of work done. And I attempted to log into the internet, but the connection was spotty. Well, it was really more than spotty. It cut in and out about every 20 seconds or so. This went on for a few minutes or so, and I was feeling like it was an eternity, so I called down to the desk and I asked about the internet connection. And sometimes rooms in the corners of hotels have difficulty getting signal, so I just asked if this room was known to have difficulties. The clerk told me that it didn't and that she would contact the person to reset the internet and then call me back. So I waited and I waited and I waited, but there was no phone call. So I went down to the lobby just to find out the status and When I went down, she hadn't even contacted the person yet. When I asked her about it, her response was, oh, no one else in the building is having any problems. Every other room is working. She then suggested that I work in the business center with a direct connection if my internet wasn't working in the room. So I explained to her that it really wasn't possible with my laptop, and I asked her if she could just give me another room since I really needed to get the work done. Without saying a word, she responded by handing me a new key card. And then I asked, well, can I get a rolly cart? And she replied, do you mean a porter's cart? They're over there. And she points to the carts that were accumulated in the corner of the lobby. Clearly, I had annoyed her by asking for the new room. And I was actually kind of shocked that her response was to basically ignore me. So without any help from the hotel staff, I settled into my new room, and later I set the alarm to wake up at 4 a.m., which sounds really early, but I was in California, so my body was still on East Coast time, so it was really like sleeping in. In any case, in the morning, I turned the water on for the shower, and I began to brush my teeth. This is my daily routine at home, and then I always wait for the water to get nice and hot. The problem is the water never heated up. It was ice cold. In fact, I waited 10 or 15 minutes long minutes, thinking, well, maybe it'll just change if I wait long enough. But nothing, didn't change the temperature. So again, I called down to the desk and I said, hey, I 
I think there might be something wrong with my shower. And the response was a little surprising. She said, is your hot water not working? And I thought, hmm, she must have already known that was a problem since I hadn't said anything about the water. So I asked if she was already aware of the problem. And she explained to me that they had known about the problem for two days and that it was limited to certain rooms. Then she asked if I wanted a key to another room to go get my shower. Well, I didn't have a robe, and I was already ready to jump in the shower, so I ended up just taking a cold shower. Needless to say, I wasn't exactly a happy camper. And since I was returning to the hotel that evening, she offered to move my room during the day, which I thought was good. So I returned to the hotel after a long day of training. In fact, it was, in essence, 8.30 p.m. my time. When I arrived back at the hotel, the clerk already knew who I was and asked if I had my new key yet. I said no, so she made me a new key, and I was expecting her or a manager to apologize, but all I got was the new key. So I figured, all right, so I went to the room, and I heard a very light tapping coming from the hallway. It was so light that I thought it was for the door across the hall, so I just ignored it. But then I kept hearing the tapping, tap, tap, tap. So again, I ignored it. But the third time I heard the tap, I realized it must be someone knocking on my door. So I answered the door, and it was room service. Of course, I hadn't ordered any room service. I just got in. So I said to the woman, I'm sorry, you must have the wrong room. And she said, no, no, it's for 310. And she pointed to the door number. And again, I repeated, but I didn't order anything. And again, she said, no, no, it's for 310, room 310. And she pointed to the door. So then I looked at her tray and I noticed it was a plate of fruit and cheese along with a little small can of cookies in a gift bag. And I realized that this must have been an apology. So I asked to confirm, I said, is there a bill for this? And she looked at the paper and said, no. So I realized that's it. That was my apology. Frankly, I was shocked. Although I was hungry and the fruit and cheese were quite tasty, gifts aren't my apology language. You see, apologies only work if you make them in a way that the receiver wants to hear them. Maybe you've read Dr. Gary Chapman's Five Love Languages. He also wrote a similar book called The Five Languages of Apology. It turns out that we all prefer and appreciate certain aspects of an apology, and if we don't use the, quote, right language, our apology won't be heard. So what are those five languages? The first one is expressing regret. For this one, you need to list the hurtful effects of your action. It doesn't count if the person is only sorry that they got caught. So it might go something like, I'm sorry, Mrs. Marshall, that you needed to change rooms due to internet issues and that you had to take a cold shower this morning. That must have been an inconvenience and uncomfortable. Number two, accepting responsibility. For this, you need to name the mistake or mistakes and accept the fault. Just saying you're right and I was wrong isn't as effective. So here it might sound like, we should have helped you move to a new room. More importantly, we should have moved you to a new room that had hot water, especially since we already knew there was a problem with the new room. Number three, restitution making. For restitution making, you always ask how your conversation partner wants you to make amends. Mrs. Marshall, what can we do to make it right? And by the way, had they asked, they would have found out that I wasn't interested in food or gifts they offered. What I wanted was for them to give my client a discount on the stay. Number four, repentance. 
State that you will work to resolve the behavior or the issue and won't let it happen again. Mrs. Marshall, we have quality checked your room to ensure that the internet is working and that the shower is functioning. We also had an engineer in today to fix the other room and the engineer to look at the Wi-Fi signal. Thanks for bringing these issues to our attention. Number five, requesting forgiveness. You need to ask your conversation partner for forgiveness. Mrs. Marshall, we hope you will accept this cheese and fruit plate and forgive us for the inconvenience. Here's the thing. When you don't know someone's preferred language of apology, you need to use all five. That's what the manager on duty should have done when I arrived back at the hotel, instead of sending a dining staff to my room who had no idea what was going on. And by the way, if you already know your conversation partner's apology preference, you can shortcut the apology by just focusing on the aspect or aspects that they want to hear the most. The bottom line, we all just want to be heard. And speaking of being heard, there is a postscript. After I returned back from my trip, I had to call the hotel chain's customer service for another issue. So I thought, oh, well, maybe I should just report my experience so they can address these customer service issues. However, I wasn't able to answer the security question and verify my stay. It had been booked and paid for by my client, so I didn't have all the information. So the customer service person wouldn't allow me to express my concerns. The customer service agent told me that without verification, the only resort I had was to submit my complaint via a web form. So I told him, oh, don't worry, I'll use my own web form. Perhaps Hilton Hotels should require their managers to listen to my podcast. What do you think? This is Lisa B. Marshall, changing organizations, changing lives, and changing the world through better communication. As always, your success is my business. If you'd like to learn more about how to gain commitment and foster collaboration, I encourage you to check out my video course, Influence, Maximize Your Impact. If you register today, you can save 25% off by using the coupon code 25OFF. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code 25OFF. Hi, I'm Bobby Graham. If you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best-selling book, Smart Talk. I did, and it really gave me an edge when communicating in the workplace, networking, and presenting in front of a crowd. I also want to encourage you to become a Lisa B. VIP like me by visiting lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. Finally, you can learn more about Lisa's keynotes and workshops at lisabmarshall.com. Or if you have any questions for Lisa, send them to public speaker at quickanddirtytips.com.